Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. of Mets Musings, episode number 351. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, our roundtable discussion. We had a blast doing it. Oh, let's There we go. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing it, uh, all the boys here at the uh, Studio B, and I'm in Studio B again today. Um, really enjoyed it. Had a great time. Talking about golf, uh, talk about golf. Listen to me. I'm losing my mind here. Talking about baseball and Mets baseball. And then we actually did another show for baseball and barbecue that dealt with uh, all of baseball. So that'll be up in a few days. So be on the lookout for that one too. Baseball and BBQ. Check it out. Uh, Google it. It'll come right up. They've got a Facebook page. Great show. Been on there a number of times. Love being on with those guys. They're great guys. So go check that out as well. Um, not a heck of a lot to to talk about. So it's going to be pretty much, uh, I don't know, maybe a short show. But, um, you know, a couple of things uh, have come up. Uh, the Mets signed Jed Lowry. To a two-year deal, I think it's ten million a year, twenty million for the two years, ten million a year, uh, straight deal, and um, you know he's gonna. I guess he's gonna be the super sub guy. Played a lot of time at second base last year, but with the acquisition of Robinson Cano, he's not gonna get a lot of playing time now. Probably do some backing up at second, may play some first. Unless they can they can play him at second, play Cano at first, and first base is gonna be the interesting spot to watch in spring training. Do you go with with essentially two rookies, and then there's 15 other guys on the team that want to play first? Uh, Cespedes says he wants to play. He's not going to be back, so we're not going to worry about him right away. But they say Todd Frazier can play a little first base. Uh, Jeff McNeil can play a little first base. By the way, McNeil's going to the outfield as well. Um, Peter Alonzo, Dominic Smith, of course, should be the ones that are fighting it out. Robinson Cano, they say, could play first base. Uh, I think Lowry can play first, or maybe they would play him at second, play Cano at first base then. I, I don't know. It's it's really they've got a lot of choices and and very good choices than they had in the past. I think is a, the best way to explain it. Um, depending upon whether you like the choices or not is another thing. But it, they they are offering other choices and. Um, you know, we're going to have to see how it all shakes out. It's it's just, but first base is going to be interesting to watch to see who they play. Are they going to give uh, uh, Jed, um, Peter Alonzo and Dominic Smith, are they going to give them a shot to win the job? 
And then there's the whole super two thing. You know, uh, uh, are they gonna? Will they keep Alonzo down two weeks or three weeks uh, at when the season starts, just so they can have longer control on him? I, I say if he has a booming, booming, booming spring training, that uh, you gotta let him in. You gotta let him play, right? I don't think you can you can cut that away from him. Take that away. Um, but what happens if Dominic Smith has a great spring training? Would you platoon him? Then you may want to leave Alonzo Dow. Let Smith get a couple of weeks in. See how he does by himself. I don't know. It's it's they've got it. it They've got a lot of question marks. The difference from years past is that they have a lot of talent here now. And deeper talent and flexible talent than the last few years. So that'll uh that'll remain to be seen, but it looks like they may be done uh Mets GM Brody Van Wagenen stopped short of saying the team is definitely done making big moves, but he's not uh, not looking to upgrade the outfield anytime too. It's not a top priority at the moment, he said. He also said, let's be candid. The outfield is probably not on top priority at this point because with McNeil going out to the outfield, he gives us another really good weapon to be in the lineup on a potentially everyday basis, Van Wagenen said. By added key on Broxton in a trade a couple of weeks ago, he now gives us even more coverage, protection, and competition for Ligaris out there. Uh, he was responding, Van Wagenen was, to a question about going after Bryce Harper or A.J. Pollock. And uh, he he did go on to say that he would never rule out looking at great players. And if we could find a way to make deals happen, we'll be creative with it. I think from a fit standpoint, both in the outfield and the infield, I think we're in a pretty good position as we go forward. Interesting that he didn't mention catcher. Uh, there have been rumors that uh, Darno could be traded for either relief, more relief arms, um, and then they could sign a Devin Mezzarocco or a Maldonado who's uh, available still out there in free agency. Mezzarocco wouldn't be a bad deal because... It, it, he he knows the pitching staff. He was good with the pitching staff. The pitching staff liked him. Um, they worked well together. So that wouldn't be a bad sign at all, I think, uh, to bring back Mezzarocco. But, you know, again, we'll see how it all plays out as the season goes on. Now, there was a question from one of our listeners, Michael in San Francisco, a good friend. Mike wants to know about... Um, the lineup construction, and I jotted down a few things here. Let's see. Um, well, again, it, it's going to be determinant about what positions get filled by what players. Uh, case in point, 
I, I think Nimmo is going to be the leadoff hitter. I think they want to have Nimmo lead off as much as possible. Um, tough lefties, it could be Rosario. They could move Rosario into the leadoff spot or even Ligaris against a tough lefty and have Nimmo sit on that particular day. Um, so, but I think Nimmo is going to, they're going to try to make Nimmo the leadoff hitter. I think uh, I've heard about Wilson Ramos possibly hitting second. Uh, But if you remember, McNeil hit a lot of second in second position last year when he played. So perhaps if he's in the lineup, he could hit second. Ramos could drop down to maybe sixth. Third, I think, is going to be Cano. Uh, Fourth will probably be Conforto. Um, then it gets a little, you know, then it's the fifth spot. It could be uh, Lowry if he's playing third. Uh, could be Todd Frazier. Um, could be Smith. Could be uh, uh, Ramos if he gets dropped down into the lineup. Um, I, I think the cleanup spot would go to Alonzo once he gets up here. If he gets up this year. And then I think uh, on a more daily basis, you might see Rosario hitting seventh and Broxton hitting eighth, or they could flip flop them depending on how much speed they want to get at the bottom. Um, Rosario did fairly decent in the eighth slot. They were very happy with it. In some cases, even betting him ninth. Um, they were happy with that because of the speed at the bottom of the lineup and the talent. So that's always a possibility. Mike, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I think what it comes down to is we don't really know for sure. I, I I think it is all up in the air. Um, I'm trying to give you a little bit of a little bit of a, 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 a construct here, um, but I I think it's safe to say that Nimmo is gonna probably be uh, the leadoff hitter with possibly Rosario against lefties, um, or Lagares could even be in there. Uh, against a, a tough lefty, and he did do some leadoff hitting. Um, but he could drop to seventh as well and push everybody up. Um, as I said, I've heard Ramos's name mentioned in uh, the second spot, but uh, if Darno's catching that game, perhaps you move McNeil into the second spot and drop. Uh, Darno to the sixth spot. It's going to be a lot of lineup changes, I think. I I think they'll eventually settle on one, but I think as going into spring training, we've got a lot of moving parts. We've got Ligaris, we've got Broxton, we've got Nimmo for center field. Uh, My guess it's going to be Nimmo, Ligaris, and uh, Conforto in the outfield to see. And then uh, we'll move Broxton and McNeil as interchangeable, as as different pieces. Um, But there's a lot of moving parts, and I guess that's part of the new modern game 
of baseball that you have these moving parts uh, to shift around and have guys go play different positions and and then, gee, what's going to happen in the second half uh, when Cespedes comes back? But you know what? I wouldn't worry about that now, and I'll tell you why. The season will shake itself out. If Broxton is a bomb, so you hold on to him. You hold on to him, and then maybe you dump him in the second half if he's a bomb. If Lagaris gets hurt, you have the insurance with Broxton. Um, you know, the same thing. If if Smith or Endor Alonzo flop, then you have a, a Cano, Frazier, or Lowry there to uh, pick up the pieces. The only thing that concerns me right now at this particular structure of the lineup is that it is really not a decent backup for Rosario at shortstop right now. Now, I don't know if Lowry ever played shortstop. If he could play it in an emergency, he probably could. Uh, McNeil could probably play it in an emergency. But uh, who else? I You know... Um, I don't really know at this point who would be the backup. Now, of course, there's still Galorme, Chichini. One of those guys could make the team as that last guy and um, be essentially the backup shortstop and not see a lot of action, which would be kind of, you know, you feel bad for a young guy that makes the team and doesn't see any action. And then when he's asked to see some action, he you know you can't it's hard it's 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 hard to uh, to not play and then go ask to go in and play and do something and and then they say well these guys never proved themselves well it's tough to prove yourself if you're not playing every day but i could see uh, uh, perhaps a Ciccini, gavin Ciccini, or or even uh, luis Guillorme making the team as the last player and and Probably, though Ciccini did show some pop with the bat, uh, he could play also second and could play short. He came up as a shortstop, um, played a lot of second AAA because of uh, essentially because of Rosario and other people. So I could I could see that happening, uh, provided they have good spring training. So. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's, we're getting there, folks, uh, and it's going to be exciting. Let's see how many days that we have left. 28 days to pitches and catches. So we're getting there. And then a lot more questions. 70 days to opening day. A lot of questions we answered in spring training. So, uh, beware of that, you know, as you go along. All right. Let's take a quick break. And come back after these messages. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. 
Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com. Hey, baseball fans and book fans as well. This is Frank Nappy, author of the Legend of Mickey Tussler series, inviting all of you to learn more about my protagonist, Mickey Tussler, an incredible pitching prodigy who has autism. Follow Mickey's journey as he captures the hearts of fans everywhere with his blazing fastball and indomitable spirit. Please visit Amazon or www.franknappy.com for more information. Hi, this is the world-famous Mr. Brewtown of BrewtownSports.Potomatic.com. You know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, Plus, uh, Brewtown Sports. You can also listen to the show at Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, and iTunes.com. And we've got the new one. It's called BrewtownRadio.Webley.com. But the one that I'm most proud of being on is BaseballPodcast.net. It is the home of great baseball talk shows. Check it out, my show, and all kinds of other programs all about Major League Baseball. So check it out. That's BaseballPodcast.net, the home for great baseball talk shows. Check us out at MetsMusings.com and find the Mets Musings podcast on Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, iTunes, Flipboard, and at BaseballPodcasts.net. That's baseball podcasts with an S dot net. And we're back. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of the show as well, you can send us a voicemail at Mets Musings. It's 516-619-6341. That's the voicemail comment hotline. We got a voicemail coming up just a sec. Uh, if uh, so... If you'd like to do it, if you'd like to do what Michael did, you can uh, leave a comment on our Facebook page. Mets Musings is the Facebook page. Or you can send me an email at metsmusings at gmail.com. So lots of ways to get in touch with it. And, and you can see on the screen, you can follow me on Twitter. That hashtag Mets Musings. But I have to tell you, I don't really, I don't do a lot on Twitter. I'm guilty of not doing a lot on Twitter. Um, don't know why. I just, uh, I'm more of a Facebook person. Um, but you can see in the frame here, if you're watching the video, the email address and the hotmail, voicemail, hotmail, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the comment line. I don't know. I got all tied up. That's what happens when you get old, folks. All right. Let's play a voicemail we got from uh, uh, a good friend and listener. Hey, Gary. This is Jerry from Long Island. I have a question regarding the map. How do they plan to get a power hitter uh, for, the, for the upcoming season so the pitchers don't line up so it's already no decisions? Thank you. Well, Jerry, first off, thanks for the uh, voicemail. I don't think they're going to look to get another power hitter. I, I think they are figuring that with Cano and Conforto, um, and Nimmo showed a little bit of pop last year, and with a healthy uh, Wilson Ramos and a healthy Juan Lagares, and uh, if everybody stays healthy, I think they feel they have enough offense and perhaps they're going away from that power game to get into a more traditional type of game where getting guys on base 
on base percentage, uh, high base percentage, uh, get them around and get them in. I think that's uh, more the likely thing to happen. But uh, don't forget Conforto. I, I still maintain, and I think I said this last week as well, that Conforto was injured in the first half of the season last year. He shouldn't have came back as soon as he did. They should have kept him down there probably till May, maybe even June. Um, but he showed great power, great. We saw the hitting. We saw the capabilities of Michael Conforto when he came back in the, mostly in the second half of the season. So I think, uh, I don't think that was a fluke. The 28 home runs, I think he can hit 30, 32. Um, and don't forget, Cano can pop the ball too. He's an excellent hitter. Um, Maybe they're hoping for healthy Todd Frazier to have a, a rekindling of his power ways. Uh, you know, Lowry hit 20 some art homers last year. So I, I think there's enough. I think there's enough offense there to put together some nice run scoring games. And, um, uh, again, it's it's a waiting process. We'll have to see how it all weeds out. And perhaps the biggest potential power that they're looking at would be Alonzo. If Alonzo can make this team and be successful on this level, he is your guy. I mean, he is your prototypical first baseman power hitter. And... Uh, <clears throat> You know, he hit some rockets, too. I mean, he's just not a, a you know, clearing the fence. He, he, he may not hit him uh, as far as uh, Aaron Judge or, or Giancarlo Stanton, but he hit some rockets out there, and he hits long home runs. So he is your prototypical power hitter. I think the hope is that he can make it and make this team out of spring training and provide that power probably out of the cleanup spot. Though, when he first comes up, I got a sore leg. <laughs> um, they probably will put him in. They might have him lower in the lineup just to take the pressure off, but maybe in a sixth spot or a fifth spot. But make no mistake about it, he will be the power guy. He He is the pro, as I said. He is the, if you look up power guy in in the uh, dictionary, his picture's probably there. He is your prototypical first baseman power hitter. And uh, we'll just hope he can make it, you know. that That's the difference between him and really Dominic Smith. Dominic Smith is more of a spray type hitter, more in, in the Keith Hernandez vein, though he showed some pop. And he is a pretty big guy, so he should have more pop. Um, but um, Alonso is the power guy, and if he can, if he can come through and hold this team together until Cespedes comes back, then you add another power guy. If Cespedes is coming back this year, it's a big if, folks. We don't really know. I also maintained last week as well. I probably you'll get tired of hearing this, but I firmly believe that that he shouldn't have played last year at all. They should have should have really sat him down, had the surgeries. They knew that this was part of the problem with the heels, 
uh, and, and the hamstrings. I had the surgery last year and uh, gone from there. But they didn't. And, uh, you know, now he's out now. So he missed half of last year. He's going to miss half of this year, if not the whole year. I wouldn't count on him. I would go ahead and uh, construct the team without him. And if he makes it back, it's gravy. If he doesn't, well, then we go on from there. But I don't, I don't foresee them getting a uh, power hitter anytime soon. I really don't. I think uh, they're going to go with what they got. They're happy. They're satisfied. And I think that's what we're going to see. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, <clears throat> I want to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Um, on iTunes or Google Play or YouTube, wherever you listen or view the podcast. Hit the subscribe button. That helps me grow the show and expand listeners. And until we meet again, uh, don't forget QBC this weekend. Queen's Baseball Conference. Hope you're going. I'll be there. Look for me. And until next time, remember, keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets.